Welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short rental professionals. You're listening to an episode of STR Conversations, hosted by myself, Jasper Rivers, and Eric Muller. Every Friday, we release a new episode where Eric and I have an organic conversation and discuss what's happening in the short-term rental industry and share what we're learning in our hosting businesses and through working with the thousands of students that go through our coaching programs. So this episode is brought to you by Legends X, our 90-day short-term rental accelerator program that's designed to help you skill your hosting business by getting you out of the daily operations so you can free up your time and become the CEO of your business instead of the manager. And that allows you to focus on high-level tasks that really move the needle in your business and allow you to grow. And we do that by giving you the systems and teaching you how to build a team so you can actually delegate all those lower-level tasks. So for more information about Legends X and how to join, visit strlegends.com x. That is strlegends.com slash x. You are listening to an episode of SDR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast hosted by Jasper Rivers and Eric Miller. So let's dive in. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. Get paid for your pad. What's up, everyone? Episode 452 of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast, SCR Conversations with Jasper Rivers and Eric Muller, who's just uh, trying to eat his breakfast, but you know we have to work, so no time to eat. Eric, what's up, man? What's up, buddy? What's up? You're so busy, you, 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 you don't have time to have breakfast anymore. Dude, it's crazy, man. It's crazy right now. We're really testing our systems and testing. We're testing everything right now. Overnight success is growing like crazy. We got free wild in the background growing like crazy. Health, life, all the things. Yes. It feels good. It feels it's good to be, uh, feels good to be accomplishing all of this. This opportunity, lots of opportunities, opportunities for growth. We have a uh, abundant of opportunities always. This week is a really exciting week because we just kicked off the class number three, the third class of Legends X. We had 45 companies from 11 different countries. That is, if we, if we, and we're counting Puerto Rico as a country just to get to 11. That's a cool number. I mean, um, is that not a country? <laughs> I, I think technically it's not a country. I think it's a uh, special region, a special state. It's one of I the. Google that. I'm pretty sure it's a country, isn't it? It's an incorporated US territory. Yeah, I, I think know. it's I a, it a country. It's a, I think it's a state, but they have a, they have some special they have a special status, right? Like for example, Texas are really low, and there's a bunch of uh, bunch of crazy stuff. But yeah, I don't know. We, we'll just call it a country because I then mean, we have eleven countries. That's right. And that's it's and a that's beautiful cool place. That's right. It's absolutely a beautiful place. We were there in 2019 in June when we had our first ever. That's where we met. We met in Puerto Rico. <laughs> yeah, the I almost forgot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty fun. And for those of you who uh, are listening and, and wondering why that was, we held our first STR Legends Mastermind event in Puerto Rico in June of 2019. And that was actually the first time that Eric and I met at the airport two days before the start of the event. So yeah, that was, uh, yeah. That was fun. And a lot has crazy, happened man. since then. <laughs> a lot has happened, yeah. <laughs> Which is uh, which is Legends X is one of those things that that, that happened. So we just kicked off a class 
Uh, we had our onboarding call on Monday, which is awesome. Really, really cool group. A lot, like I said, lots of countries, lots of different states from the US. So yeah, super excited. And on this, on this podcast, we want to talk and really dive it deep into the VOS system. We've got a lot of questions from people. We had a lot of people apply for the program, but we also had a lot of emails coming in through the application process of questions around like, what, what do you guys exactly teach? Is this for me? Is this something that you know I should be doing? Who is this for? So I thought it would be uh, really cool. We've, we haven't done this before where we're specifically doing a podcast episode on just the VOS system, which is the core mm. content of the Let's X program. So I thought it'd be cool, man, if we, if we do a, a whole episode uh, on the VOS system. Let's do it, man. Let's dive in. Yeah. Well, I'll pass the ball to you first because it's, uh, it's your uh, brainchild. Uh, you came up with the system, wasn't it? I think it was you. You came up with it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. I think I was there when I created it. Yeah, man. Uh, so the VOS, you know, as you know, came out of us trying to help STR legend companies. So kind of rewinding a bit when the pandemic hit, you know, obviously all of our businesses got hit really, really hard. And we decided for us to stay in business, we have to help other companies stay in business. And we started supporting our legend members from our mastermind understand how to pivot and how to really just first, it was surviving through the pandemic, which we're looking back at it ter- like terrifying times, right? Because all of us, there's so much uncertainty. So many companies went out of business. So we started working with these companies and then we started noticing a couple of things. One is, one, all the rental arbitrage companies got hit really hard. Two, the management companies and then investment companies were doing, they were able to survive, but then they were able to position themselves to thrive through the changes that were happening. And I started noticing after working with so many different companies that all of these established brands that were able to actually thrive through the pandemic, they really had three main pillars in their business that supported them on their growth. I started recognizing that you know most of the companies had a clear vision behind who they were, who they were serving, what markets they were in, and really who they were as a brand. They had a clear identity behind their brand versus what we call the list it and forget it hosts, right? People who just have a bunch of Airbnbs listed and just kind of try to automate the whole thing, step away from it. We started recognizing that the companies that were able to thrive had solid systems in place clear systems that the business relied upon the system, not upon them and their labor that was going into it. And then lastly, they had a clear plan on how to scale. And we watched a lot of these companies position themselves to to grow and thrive through the pandemic. So through that, that experience of working with some of the top companies from around the world for nearly a year and helping them really kind of position their business at, at a high level, I started recognizing and just start going deeper into understanding what really makes a hospitality brand sustainable, what makes a hospitality brand scale, and what makes a hospitality brand nowadays stand out from the crowd on the millions of Airbnb hosts that are out there, right? So that's how we came up with the the VOS system, vision, operation, scale. I started looking at my business back in the day and where I was in the, the early stages of a hectic host. And then right before the pandemic, when I got out of the management side, what did we have in place that actually supported us on our growth? And it all came down to the VOS, right? And that's what we we recognize that. And kind of backing up to like what we recognize is that people that are just getting started in an industry that have one or two listings, you don't need much in place to make that a sustainable side hustle, right? That's bringing in some cash, right? And then 
when you're at the legend status and you have teams and you have systems and advisors and all this other stuff, you have quite a bit of support at that level. But we started recognizing is that that middle ground of hosts that were, you know, we don't have to, they've gone through the Airbnb, air quote, Airbnb 101. They know how to host. They got some basic systems. They, they have one or two listings, things like that. That middle ground between the beginner and the legend, those are the the companies that are the least supported in our industry, where they don't have real systems. They don't have real training or community to go to, right? And we recognize like, hey, for us to really help this industry move forward, the people that we want to help the most fit in that that model of, hey, I, I already know how to host on Airbnb. I want to scale this thing, but I don't have the systems, I don't have the knowledge, I don't have the people. So that's why we set out to create Legends X is to help that what we call the hectic host, right? Someone who has one to about 40 listings that are really looking to scale their business and we dive into the VOS. So we help them get clear on the vision of their brand. What's the essence of their brand? Who are they serving? Why are they serving them? Where are they going? Once we get that vision, then the idea is to turn the vision into a machine through your operations, systems, process, strategy, team, right? Like, how do you actually get that into place so you can then go into the scale side and what's your strategy to scale and bring in units that match the vision that we just set? So we can unpack a lot of that. I think it's really important to kind of talk about where it came from and who who we serve with that. But, you know, at the end of the day, we got to get those three pillars in your business to actually to actually grow. That's, yeah. I was talking to one of our legend uh, mastermind members yesterday, actually for the podcast. Podcast is going to go live in a couple of weeks. His name is Tim Mortimer. You remember mm-hmm. Tim, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Timmy. He, uh, yeah, he's crushing it, man. Dude, like uh, it's amazing because you know one of the things that I notice is the people that really implement these three pillars in their business, how fast they can grow. And Tim is a right. great example of that because he came to our mastermind. And he implemented everything he learned in the mastermind. He was telling me yesterday, he was like, he even, he even copied some of our core values. He's got systems, it's freedom. He's got always be growing, but he's got some really cool ones of him, him of his own as well. And core values is one of the, one of the parts of the vision, creating the vision, right? Really figuring out like, what do you stand for as a company? What's your identity? And what I loved about his implementation is he has, he printed out all his core values and put them on the wall in his office. Nice. Yeah. Secondly, he also, once a month, he takes his entire team out for lunch and he has his team members nominate other team members for the culture award for mm. living up to the core values. And I thought that was amazing. I think we should do something like that in our company too. I love that. Yeah. yeah. I love that. And this yeah. stuff's important, right? It's like, it's important to, to bring that into your business because you know, it's like everybody when they're growing their short-term rental business, all they talk about is how do I get a couple of VAs and a couple of cleaners to manage it. It's like that these individuals are a part of our team, but we got to develop that. And this is why we start with vision before we even go into systems or scale. Way before we even talk about scale, there's no point of talking about bringing on more listings into your business without getting super clear on what your business is all about, what your business stands for, right? And it's like this is basic business one-on-one of like getting this essence down, but our industry needs it. Like we need uh, to really stand out on Airbnb's platform and all the other platforms. And now Google is live, right? With vacation rentals. And it's like more and more people are entering into our space. 
And just by listing a property and putting it up on Airbnb or whatever platform, that's not going to be sustainable anymore. Like it'll no. work for the it'll work for the traditional host, right? It'll work for the side hustle host who is just focused on one or two listings. But if you want to grow a real business, you want this to be your business. And like Tim came to us when he had 30 units. He had about 40 at the time. 40. Yeah. And yeah. now he's yeah, now he broke a hundred. He broke a hundred, which is amazing. Love talking to that guy. He's got a in in-person office, in-person team, the whole thing. But he's super clear on exactly who he's serving, what his brand stands for, the standards, what makes them unique. You know, I was just reading The Marriott Way. Remember I posted that in Slack? Yeah. I think everyone should read this. If you're in the short-term rental hospitality industry, you got to read that book, The Marriott Way. You're going to love it, man. Like the very first thing he talks about is systems and what makes Marriott different than all these other companies and why they were able to scale the way they did a couple of different things, but the main thing is their processes. They're obsessed with systems. They're obsessed with systems. They're obsessed with training and they're obsessed with what's called hands-on management. Right. And I'll save that for the book. I, I just highly recommend everyone read that, reread that, make their team read it, all of it without. Re and I'm not, again, I'm not talking about property management software. That stuff, technology is a small little piece to what we need. We need a process behind how we're actually running our business and documenting that. We need a clear vision on exactly who we are and what our business model is. In, in the book, The Marriott Way, they talk about how Marriott started off as kind of the way that we're starting with Freewild. And it's forcing me to think of Freewild differently. They started off as the same model. They would buy the land, they would develop the hotel, they would manage it, right? And, then, and that was their whole business model. Then they found out that they are better operators than they are real estate owners and the debt and everything that comes along with owning real estate wasn't part of who they were. They didn't want to take on that much debt. So they got to a point where they were just buying land, developing the hotel, selling the hotel with their contract, managing it there because they, were, they decided to go from owners to managers. But they still had their development side. So they were able to develop what they wanted. They sold the real estate and then they own, they managed the property. The reason why I bring that up is they got super clear on the vision of their brand. They recognized that their business model is that they're world-class hotel operators, right? And they have processes behind how they became world-class, but they first got clear on the vision of who they were. And it takes time, right? Like it, it takes time on like pivoting who you want to develop free wild is going to pivot multiple times, you know, with the core essence of who we are, but without getting a clear vision of your brand and then developing the systems, world-class systems to maintain that brand and that vision, there's no point of scaling it because, you know, we talked to over 200 hosts from around the world for this last legends X class. And they're all experiencing the same freaking problems. They're all experiencing the same problems. They all lack the same systems. They all lack the same vision. They just think the idea is to go and get more listings where we got to first start. We got to be patient, build a vision. We got to build the systems and we got to fine tune the systems as we scale. Yeah. You know what I always find funny is at the start of our program, there's always a couple of students who come to us and ask us like, hey, can I get access to the skill pillar? Because, you know, that's yeah. what I'm here for. <laughs> yeah. Nope. <laughs> and uh, yeah, yeah, nope. Now, and the funny thing is that looking backwards, they always look back and say like, okay, it, it makes sense now. Now that I've gone through the program, it makes sense why it starts with vision and why operations comes next and why the skill pillar is at the end. One of our students on the in the first class actually 
gave us some really interesting feedback. He he said that the the vision pillar was like the work that he had to do in his business that he didn't know he had to do. Mm-hmm. He knew he had to build systems in order to scale, but he didn't realize it's like you don't know what you don't know. And yeah. that was the vision yeah. pillar for him. Well, I said this to, I don't know how many hosts that I spoke to the last few weeks for this upcoming class is that everybody knows the importance of creating a, a clear vision around their brand and their business. But as entrepreneurs, we're so used to just getting up and checking off all the items on our checklist, right? Solving problems, dealing with our cleaners, dealing with our guests, all this stuff. So we're, we're just conditioned to get up and go and try to produce, right? And to sit down and carve out the time to get clear on asking yourself those questions and getting clear on your brand, that takes time. And for us as entrepreneurs, we know the importance of it, but we also have this thing in the back of our mind is that we have to go and produce. We have to go and produce. Mm-hmm. So this is exactly why we created Legends X through this process is like, hey, we're not going to do anything until we get through the vision side. These are the steps. This is how much time you have. Here's the support. Here's the training. Here's the coaching. Now let's get this answered. And from there, then we can go into the systems. Yeah. And then once we have those systems in place, then we can go into scale. And dude, it's, it's the situation that you and I are in with FreeWild. We have the ability to scale this very, very quickly. We have investors that want to invest in us and give us money. And there are more and more of these individuals are popping up around us every single day. They love the model. They love the brand. They want to grow this. But we are very, very patient with growing right? We won by two more properties this year, which is pretty aggressive for our model, but we are not jumping into trying to get more properties now until we get clear on the brand. We're going through the vision pillar essentially for our our business now, and then setting up the systems to be able to scale. Because the moment we take on two more properties, if we buy two more cabin communities, like especially in different areas, like just think of the amount of work that comes with that, the amount of variables that come with that. If you're not clear on the vision, we're going to end up buying the wrong property in the wrong market, serving the wrong people, right? And if we don't have the systems, then it's going to end up on us to do the day-to-day work. So we're being patient in the process to do this. And then once we have that, then it's like we can choose how fast we want to scale based on our team and our systems on how we could support that scale. Yeah, 100%. Uh, you know, it's, it's also interesting to think about what if what actually happens if you don't follow the VOS, like for example, what happens if you go straight, like most hosts will want to go straight into skill. And that to me seems like a a straight road into hectic hosts, Mm -hmm. right? If you go Mm -hmm. straight into skill. So people go into operations and then into skill, but then what's really missing for those companies is it's really hard to make decisions when you haven't figured out the, the vision. Right. Because like there's so many decisions that you have to make in your business. And once you really figure out your vision, who you're serving and why you're serving them, it's much easier to then decide like, okay, is this a property that I want to onboard? Is this an owner that I want to work with? Is this uh, a team member that, you know, fits our culture? Right. All those questions, all those decisions that you have to make are just so much more, so much easier once you've taken the time to develop that vision. Got it, man. You got it. So yeah, I mean, we we all fall prey to this is like, 
when I was first in the industry, we, we started figuring out how fast we can grow this. And all we fo focused on was getting more properties. And then before we know it, we went from one to 30 properties within a couple of months. And then from 30 to 70 properties in a few months after that. And we're like, holy crap, this is awesome. We got all this money. But then we're recognizing like, holy crap, we're managing all these different properties. We have leases and management. We have all different types of owners, all different types of guests. We're running into one problem after another. And we didn't have a real business. Like we, we were able to generate cash flow, but it wasn't sustainable. Right. So it's like what we're trying to do and what we are doing with Legends X is developing sustainable, wealthy companies. Right. Regardless of what your model, what you, want out of it if you want a lifestyle side if you want to build your business to sell for wealth if you want to build your business so it's generational we need these pillars in place to be able to do that and i just think that's where the industry is leading and do perfect example is i stayed last weekend with samantha's birthday and we rented a property in joshua tree for a night right around the corner from the trailer palace and beautiful home beautiful home. Real estate investor bought the home and she redesigned it, but she built a brand around it. It's called Renegade Properties, I believe, in uh, Joshua Tree. And it's being... There's a management company that's behind it as well. I'm trying to pull it up. Uh, there's a management company that she's working with that's doing all the day-to-day -day behind it. And dude, it was freaking amazing. It was so cool. Like the design was unbelievable. She knew exactly who she was targeting. Like Samantha started crying when she saw the property. Like that's how cool oh, wow. it was. And because it connected, like she designed it for couples that are traveling outside of LA and San Diego that want to connect with nature, relax and have all these things. And it was unbelievable with the design. And then the management company found out that it was Samantha's birthday. So they sent over uh, a cake and charcuterie boards and all this stuff to surprise Samantha. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is the designer and the owner of the property developed a brand, which is called Renegade Properties, I believe, targeting people like myself. Like they, they knew exactly who their avatar was and how to create an emotional experience for their people. And then they, they partnered with these, this incredible management company. I wish I knew the name. This incredible management company that over-delivered on air quote hands management of this, right? And so the entire experience was unbelievable. The way that they communicated, the way that they created the experience. I noticed it. I noticed the vision and the brand. I noticed the systems that were going in there. And then I was talking to the management company and they're like, yeah, we have 10 properties now. We're ready to scale this. And like, they're already in that mindset of growing this because they have the mm -hmm. systems and they have the brand behind it. So without that stuff in Joshua Tree, there's a million properties there, right? Why this? And Samantha's like, hey, we got to go back there more and more. Right. So it's like, why did that stand out for us? It's because of the experience and the vision and the systems that they built for it. Yeah. What was the name of that company again? Renegade. Well, I think the I think the property is called Retrograde. 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 Okay. Yeah. Retrograde. Retrograde. Yeah. That's I wanna look I'm gonna look it up for sure. That sounds uh that sounds so here really, to, really cool. Yeah. So it's called this is the individual property I stayed at. It's called retrograde, retrograde retreat in Joshua Tree. Really cool property. Dude, it was so awesome, man. They just created such a great experience. So being yeah. able to scale that is just, you know, they're going to crush it there. That's fun. That's fun, right? I mean, I'm looking at the I'm looking at the listing now. It looks awesome with the hot up and even their logo looks really cool. So, yeah, so this is what she did here, which is really cool. So the the company, the investor company is called Stay a While 
stay a while cabins. So if you go to Instagram at stay a while cabins and then she creates a brand for each one of her properties so the property we were staying at is called retrograde she even has a little logo specifically for that one property right so talking about the brand talking about the vision and it's like it was so good that samantha came back and started you know sharing this with her friends like hey you got to stay at retrograde it's so amazing the design there's a hot tub there's a cold plunge there's stargazing there's hammocks like all this stuff so now all of her girlfriends want to go and book this property that's the power of the vision and that's the power of developing the brand and talking to a specific avatar right because no. now now it's like, hey, they created this experience for us and they only have, they have nine reviews. They just started and like mm. did just launched this one property, right? So it's like, that is the power of creating a vision and a brand in this industry because now they're, I mean, look, we're talking about it on the famous Get Paid for Your Pet podcast. Now they're, <laughs> now they're going to blow up. But yeah, so that's the power behind it. This is why we bring so many companies through that. The VOS system is because we want to help create companies just like this, creating experiences yeah. just like this. Yeah, and it's it's super powerful because you know I've I don't know how many Airbnbs you stayed at, but I've stayed at I think close to a hundred, and I'm sure you've stayed at a lot as well. A lot, well, yeah. How many like out of a hundred Airbnbs I stayed at, I probably only had that experience like maybe two or three times. Where, like you said, like you you walk in there and you're just like, wow, it's almost like this person created this thing for me. Exactly, dude. Exactly. I love that you say that. That's exactly what we have to do in the vision side is as we're building this, we got to create something for avatars. So when our avatar walks in the door, they feel at home. We. This is why Samantha was starting. I wish I had this on camera. She literally walked in the back and started bawling her eyes out because she's like, this is exactly what I, I wanted my weekend to like the exact experience I wanted had all our favorite things there. Right. And it was, and we walked in the house and the design was unbelievable and it was cultivated for the experience that we had. So it felt like they designed it for us. Right. And to answer your question out of, I don't know how many Airbnb I've stayed at hundreds of Airbnbs, I would say less than 10% of those Airbnbs had a brand a vision and the systems to maintain it. Even the bigger companies, man, like staying at Saunders, mm -hmm. staying at, you know, these big VC backed companies, dude, they're just heads and beds. They're not focused on experience, you know, and their systems are trying to focus on as minimal touch points as possible. Where this company, I just said in the message, I'm like, yeah, we're coming to town to celebrate Samantha's birth, my girlfriend's birthday. And just that one little message, the manager, his name's Austin. He's like, hey, man, keep an eye out. Uh, we have a delivery coming at 8 30. And him and the owner bought Samantha a cake and a bunch of snacks and fruit and, you know, shakruti, the whole thing and sent it to the house and said, Hey, have a, have an awesome birthday. Right. And I'm like, you can't automate that stuff. Mm -hmm. And that's not like, you can't create systems around that. That's a personal connection to, Hey, I want to over deliver for my guests. Yeah. That reminds me of, we were talking about Tim earlier, you know, one of his core values, which I really think is awesome is how can I help? That's one of his core values. Yeah. And when I heard that, I was like, wow, that's a really good core value. Cause like, you know, and whenever you think of a guest, whatever you're experiencing with the guests, that question always pops into your head. Then you see it on the wall every day in his office. It's like, how can I help? And it's like, oh, this person is a birthday. How can I help? It's like, hey, let's let's make this experience amazing by getting that cake. You have to. All right. So yeah. Yep. These experiences are the ones that you remember. Because if I think back of the 100 Airbnbs that I stayed at, it's the ones where I had that feeling. And 
those are the ones that I remember. And you remember we were reading the, this book, This Is Marketing? Yeah. Yeah. That's what By they Seth talk Godin. about. Yeah. Seth Godin is one of the, probably one of the best marketeers in the, in the world. And th that's one of the things that I remember from that book as well, where he talks about, you got to find your tribe, right? And you got to find those people who are going to look at your product and say, that is made for me. And if you can, exactly. if you can achieve that, then, you know, that's, that's the market. It's, it's interesting. The book is called, this is marketing. Cause when I started reading it, I, I was thinking of marketing in a very different way. I was just thinking about yeah. like ads and, you know, taglines and all that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah we can't a higher level. Yeah. We can't go, we, we can't do a shotgun approach in this industry anymore. Right. Like before it was all about pre COVID, it was all about getting as many properties as possible anywhere in the world putting it up on Airbnb, automating it and stepping away and just hoping that shotgun approach will help on getting going wide to get as many people to book as possible. Now we're in a place where it's like the industry is going through the next stage of evolution where it's like we're stepping further into hospitality and hospitality is about serving, serving our guests and in a way to make them feel at home. Right. And it's like, we don't have to serve everyone. We just have to serve our ideal guests, our ideal guest avatar in our property. And to understand that, we got to go through the vision side. This is why we created the, the vision, the host vision map, right? Is to get clear on this. So then we can go and develop the operations and the branding and everything else behind that. So we can go and scale. And I guarantee you, like this company, Stay A While Cabins, you know, I'm looking at her other properties and she's a great designer, great interior designer. And I'm looking at Austin's properties as well that he's hosting and they're, they all have five stars. They're very clear on who they're serving and the product that they're, they're delivering. And then they take their customer service to the next level, which just felt amazing. And in that book, the, the Marriott way, that's what they talk about in the first chapter is the hands-on management right? Like this guy, Austin, that was hands-on management for him to communicate with me in the middle of the night and create an experience for Samantha. He didn't need to do that. He could have automated the entire process, check in and blah, 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 which he did. I mean, the other stuff was amazing, which inspired me on our property on how to create a welcome experience. So yeah, as an essence this is what the VOS all stands for. It's like, how do we scale sustainably wealthy companies? Yeah, it's interesting that the Marriott book that they start off with the hands-on, because if you think of Marriott, like you don't you don't think of that necessarily. You think of like, hey, that's that's big company, probably not personal and systems and all of that, but you, you wouldn't think of the hands-on side. Dude, it's 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 completely changing my view on how I want to scale free wild, right? And what they go into is like the founder of so who wrote the book is the son of the founder of Marriott. And he was talking about how they have multiple businesses. They have the hotel industry, they have restaurants, they have services, they have all kinds of stuff. But how the founder of Marriott was obsessed with detail, obsessed with detail. And this is a, an owner of a multi-billion dollar company. Literally, well, his job was going around to these properties and looking at every single small detail, connecting with his staff, listening to his staff, testing his staff, right? All of that stuff, things that like even to the point where he was on his hands and knees cleaning the floor before a opening of a hotel, right? 
And it's like, that's the level of obsession that you have to be at. And it's kind of like the, the founders of Airbnb in the beginning going around taking photos of their listings, right? That's hands-on management behind it. And it's like, that's passed down into their staff and that's part of their vision. That's part of who they are, the essence of their brand. So all their managers, their managers don't sit in front of a computer. They believe that their managers should be out walking the floors, talking to their guests, talking to their staff, right? And this is why Marriott is so... Like you go into any Marriott, the details, incredible, right? And it's like, how do you create that within the hospitality industry, in the short-term rental industry? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what, uh, what you know, our, our, I was talking to our investor. That's what he always says. He always says like, I just stay at Marriott because I know what I'm, what, what I'm expecting. I know, oh, uh, I know what I'm getting. Right. That's why I don't stay a lot of Airbnbs. Right. So Mm -hmm. I always think like if we can create a Marriott in Airbnbs, that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of companies that are doing that. Right. Like uh, Avant Stay does an incredible job with their properties and their quality and the detail. They're obsessed with that side. Like there's companies that are doing this, this new property that we just stayed at retrograde, right? Like smaller scale, but they do that on that level as well. So it's like, it's possible to do, but you know, for the people that are listening that want to really start growing it, like we got to start from that place of understanding what are we delivering? Who are we serving? And then how are we serving them? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome, dude. Well, this was a fun conversation. This time always flies. These podcasts go by so fast. I know we're gonna we're gonna create uh when you're here in the states we're gonna create a Joe Rogan style crack a bottle of wine and just talk yeah. for three hours. Yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, we already have his uh, microphone, so that's right. Yeah. <laughs> we purchased the same microphone that Joe Rogan is using. Unfortunately, I'm not using it right now because uh, I'm I'm away from home at the moment. But uh, yeah. next week I'll be back in Panama, so I'll have my Whoa. Joe Rogan mic again. That's right. That's right. <laughs> awesome, man. All right. Well, you enjoy a day with with our uh, team member, Aaron. He's he's hanging out with you today. So I'm sure you guys have a busy day. Yeah. Yeah. And John's coming here too. We're going to be setting up the studio and I'm moving downstairs and starting next week, we'll have a uh, professional podcast studio up and running. Sweet. Well, I'm excited about that. Awesome, man. Well, good luck with, with all of that. And we'll talk to you. We'll talk to you next week. All right, y'all. Peace out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, we'll be back on Monday with an episode of The Host Show. And next week on Friday, Eric and I will be back with SCR Conversations. So enjoy the weekend and we'll see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to Get Paid for Your Pad, the number one podcast for Airbnb hosts and short-term rental professionals. We really hope you enjoyed this episode. And if you want to learn more about air hosting on Airbnb and building a short-term rental business, then go ahead and subscribe to our daily email newsletter at getpaidforyourpad.com. And if you're just starting out on Airbnb, make sure to download our free Airbnb starter guide at getpaidforyourpad.com forward slash get started. If you enjoy this podcast, make sure to subscribe so you never miss an episode. And please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening for a chance to win lifetime access to the Short-Term Rental Profit Academy, which is our starter course for anybody who wants to start hosting on Airbnb. So every month we select one reviewer at random and give that person access to the course. So thank you for listening. Check back every Monday for a new episode of The Host Show and every Friday for an episode of STR Conversations of the Get Paid for Your Pad podcast. Thank you and see you soon.
Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet. Get paid for your pet.